Hey guys. Hey everybody. How's it going out there? <laughs> they can't answer you, Frank. Uh, no, we need to get out of that habit. That's a bad one. Ah, well. Well, welcome to Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. Uh, we are found on the internet at. Um, oh, yeah, we are on the internet. We are on the internet. We're splashed all over that thing. Woo! Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter mm-hmm. at TGI Atheist. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the website is obviously www.thankgodimatheist.com. In- indeed, it is. And that's the blog. Yeah. We'll get some up on that pretty quick here. Yeah. We had some te- technical difficulties with that this week. Yeah. I hope I hope people weren't trying to go to it and not finding it because there it was down for a second. Was it? Yeah, we had some, some troubles. Oh, poop. Yep. That's too bad. Oh, hey, there's a new thing on the web. What's that? Uh, there's a, a Facebook group. Yeah. That people could... Uh, oh, no, it's not a group. It's a, it's a page. It's a page. You should like it. You can like us on yes. Facebook. Um, but I think there's might be multiple pages. Find the one that's about Frank and Dan and the podcast. Yeah, and then like it, and you can like also, the shit out of it. You can also just like us. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that as, isn't that as I laugh a, directly into the a, mic? <laughs> a feeble attempt to just having people liking us. <laughs> you can start your own page, Frank. Yeah, or oh, your yeah. own your own yeah. Get people to just like you. Let, please like me. <laughs> uh, you can also um, leave us a message. Oh, our this voice. is this is my favorite thing, and nobody does nobody's it. Nobody's done it yet. We've gotten some reviews on iTunes, and we like that. Oh yeah, you're you're welcome to review us on on, on the iTunes. Yeah, um, but we'd also really like to hear from you. Um, the voicemail number is four two four six 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 T G I A. Uh, that's four 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 four. It's uh, four two four six 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 eight four four two. Okay, and that's just for feedback, yep. ranting, and um, if there's anything out there that you that you know think of. we should be aware of. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it, and we'll we'll even probably Ooh. give you credit for for telling us about Ooh, it. Maybe you'll even hear your voice. Oh. On our podcast, wouldn't that be fun? I All those of fun. you who who wish you could be involved in this glorious podcast, yeah. but. But just don't have the opportunity. Yeah. There it is. Just call the number. Just call it. All right. right, So. By the way, that was not a guarantee that we're going to put you on our podcast. You have to be interesting. Well, yeah. (laughs) Ew, rude. Like, we we just had people thinking they wanted to call. Oh, I know. I just ruined it. And now you just ruined it. Okay. You know what? Just ignore what I just said. I'm the nice one. I'll play you. That's true. Plus, he's the one that's like. In charge of all the tech stuff. He could play you without my permission if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, all right. So I've got a pretty awesome story. Yeah, Dan. you were giggling pretty hard over there when you were when you were looking at this thing. Well, I'm – you know, I highlight everything. <laughs> I know that's know, hard for really everybody interesting. to believe that you were giggling because we don't do any giggling. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, you know, I highlight the parts that I find interesting. I should have n- just like not – highlighted the parts that were bad in this one um there's there's a lot of highlight on that page (laughs) so this is uh from santa monica Mm -hmm. um and uh, it was reported by the associated press and the headline is uh atheist messages displace um ca park california park nativity scenes atheist messages displace california park nativity scenes 
Meaning, meaning Jesus keeps getting pushed back by all the atheist messages? Well, what happened is um, apparently the, um, uh, the, the city of Santa Monica has these plots that uh-huh. are available for local organizations to put up some sort of holiday-themed whatever, right? <laughs> okay. And they, they, they place no, no requirements on what they put up. Well, they couldn't. It, well, right, exactly. <laughs> and so, because it's free speech, hello. Um, but uh, traditionally, um, the Santa Monica Nativity Scenes Committee and the Santa Monica Police Officers Association have sort of gobbled up um, <laughs> most of these, these spots. Right, because who um, else would want them? Yeah, exactly. And um, the spots are vandal-proof, cage-like areas, <laughs> surrounded by chain-link fencing. <laughs> you put, put Jesus in the cage. <laughs> um, but there's been a push in, in, in the recent years to do more of a lottery system, mm. to make it a little bit more fair, open yeah, it yeah. up to other organizations. Sure. And um, so this year... Um, <laughs> Atheists got all but three of the spaces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sneaky little <laughs> bastards. And so the coalition got two spaces uh, to display Jesus, Mary, and the wise men. And the third remaining space went to uh, Isaac Lev- Levitansky of the Shabbat Hanukkah menorah. Oh. And. Um, Yay. Yeah. So, but atheists, so what did the atheists put up? Uh, they're putting up signs, <laughs> of things like. Oh, I'm so nervous. Uh, religions are all alike, founded on fables and mythologies. Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, happy Happy Solstice. <laughs> right. Which, um, don't yeah. put that one up, atheists. That's so dumb. Yeah. Well, maybe they're Wiccan or something. Yeah, but that's a religion, isn't it? That's a faith. Yeah, of but it's not a. Theology. It's not a God-based religion, is it? Maybe they have gods. Gaia. They don't they kind of, is, I'm, I'm It's all bullshit. Wrong. I don't, I don't even I'm know. I'm not even going to guess at what Wiccans yeah. believe. Okay. Write into us if you're a Wiccan and tell us why we're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um, let's see. And then there's a display with photographs uh, with uh, – there's King Neptune, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Santa Claus, and Satan that reads, Millions of Americans know myths when they see them. What myths do you see? American atheist since 1963. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, with also their uh, their website. And uh, so <laughs> they are having some fun. Yeah. And I guess uh, the people of Santa Monica are all up in arms. Of course they are. Of course they are. Well, uh, I mean, I would be. tradition got <laughs> ruined. Um, and, uh, but what I really, really, really appreciate... Uh, is uh, at the end of the article is the city attorney, uh, Marsha Motri. Um, you said, made that name up. I know. Marsha, Marsha Motri. Um, because uh, one of the people that's kind of upset about uh, the atheist getting all the spaces is saying that there needs to be uh, local preference given in awarding the spaces. Because I guess a lot of these atheists are from out of town. Oh. They're not actually Santa Monicans. That is bullshit. But the city attorney says uh, that uh, First Amendment uh, free speech rights do not have geographic boundaries. So, therefore, you can't uh, you can't say that only a resident can use a public space in your city to uh, to speak out and say what they want to say. So, Although, I wonder if that's a 
I wonder if that's a chess move to allow national religious organizations to throw their hats into the ring. Sure, why not? It'd be interesting. Anyway, I, mean, I don't care. I actually think it's a pretty fair system, a lottery. You know? Yeah, I think that that's that great. Seems one of the more fair ways I've ever heard of divvying up. I just think, yeah. Um, I, what would space. we put? What would what would thank God I'm atheist? The podcast. If we if we threw our hats into the ring to get something, maybe we should. We should next year. Yes. <laughs> okay. You know what? I think maybe maybe I'm going to consider putting up a donate button on thankgodimatheist.com. To to see to come up with something where we put our message out onto a billboard or onto something, because I because people have been doing that, and frankly, I think ninety oh excuse me ninety percent of the messages that go out there are retarded. Mm. So what so what are you saying? What would what would the message be? I don't know. I think we need to work on that. Uh, okay, so I mean, it can't be it, for the trick of this, of course, for atheists is that we don't have. A unified belief. Mm-hmm. Atheists, it's not, it's not a belief system. It's just a lack of one belief. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what, what do we put? But, I mean, it, but, but it's important. I mean, obviously, we're doing this podcast. It's important to us yeah. Yeah, to get absolutely. the message out there. So, what's our message? I, for me, I think it's come out. Come it, out as an atheist? Yeah. Come out. Talk about it. Um, you know, because, like... Um, I was actually talking to, um, my boss for lack of a better word, um, about sort of the fact that I'm doing this podcast right. and, and, and whatnot. And, um, and I mean, he's really supportive of it and he says, you know, that, that he, he believes that everybody at the organization is supportive um, or would be, mm. I don't know that everybody knows that I'm, I'm doing an atheist podcast, but, um, I think that that's, that's really nice. And I'm one of the people who's in a really safe place, you know, right, I'm out yeah. as gay at work. Um, I'm out as atheist at work that's and so great. I'm, and I, I'm not afraid of talking about it. I'm not talking, I'm not afraid of even, you know, talking about it with, you know, the public that I work with. Right. Right. I have that level of support as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so I know I'm one of the lucky ones, but I think that people need to really start looking around and realizing that they're one of the lucky ones, right? That they do work at a cool place because like, seriously, I had to take a moment to think about it. And I yeah. had to kind of talk to people at work about my comfort level and there, and there is and fear. their comfort level. And, and there is, there's, there's this natural fear that atheists have of, you know, oh, you know, the, it doesn't really matter, you know, in, in the long run, it doesn't matter to all these people. And, and if I did, is it going to change their perception of me? Mm-hmm. Is it going to, um, is it going to risk my job? Well, you know, you know? That it's the fact of the matter is, and I'm just, you know, you talk, we talked last week about the study that was done in, I, I believe it was Oregon. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, the, the, the trust thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess it was Oregon and and some and British Columbia mm-hmm. University of British Columbia and University of Oregon did a study about who who is trusted and stuff and the big takeaway was that atheists are not trusted right um, well the uh, the Washington Post picked up on it and their takeaway <laughs> they're good at their headlines here's the headline is study colon atheists distrusted as much as rapists. 
Oh, that is a good headline. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, dude. Wow. Yeah, and literally... As much as rapists? Yeah, they don't... Yeah, literally, like, rapists fare as well as we do when it comes to just... But, I mean, no, no, that doesn't mean that... What about atheist rapists? <laughs> okay. Sorry, but no, I, can't but what... make, I can't make rapist jokes. Um, you, well, you can. Yeah. You might. We might get more people writing in if we made more of those. <laughs> um, or calling... Um, but yeah, what they said now, mind you, the methodology, mm-hmm. the, the questions in this study, I find a little sketchy. Okay. Um, there was one that said basically, um, if fictional drive, if a fictional driver damaged a parked car and left the scene, then found a wallet and took the money, was the driver more likely to be a teacher, an atheist teacher or a rapist teacher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I I question your methodology, University of <laughs> British Columbia and University of Oregon. I mean, I guess I guess I sympathize with you. How I'm, about a thief? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is tricky to write a question that gets at who do you trust in oh, this situation. Yeah, I guess that's true. But honestly. Honest. Those were the three choices. Look, yeah, it looks like that was the three choices. There's no that. <laughs> I'm crying foul. I'm crying flawed study. Yeah, but that doesn't work. No, I don't know that that's a that that's a good way to to get at what they're trying to get at. But you know, anyway, that's the thing. But I mean, yeah. The the point is that we are we are not a a wholly trusted. I think no. we're a very misunderstood community. I think the fact that they were willing to do that study. Right. Well, that says and a lot, actually doesn't put it? those two terms next to each other. Now, <laughs> right. I mean, who knows who these people really are? Rapist on. teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a rapist teacher? Oh, I hate rapist teachers. <laughs> uh, what we did you, had, we what? had a rapist teacher at my high school. <laughs> it was bad. What did you but get on your rape was final? was very interesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ah, I hate my rape class. Ah, <laughs> it's the worst class. He's so boring. <sighs> really? Who do you have for rape? <laughs> Got oh. Mr. Johnson for rape. Oh, no, you needed to take rape from Mr. Somebody. Anyway. Smith. <laughs> Mr. Smith is the best rape teacher. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Rapist teachers out there. Equally distrusting, or equally worthy, unworthy of trust oh. as atheist teachers. God, it's so you know it, uh, this world. You well, you'll recall that one of the reasons I'm I'm a very good worker, mm-hmm. but I was fired from a job once. Yeah, and one of the reasons was that uh, I they HR had been told that I was Mormon bashing, mm-hmm. which I grant listeners. That that seems plausible. Yeah, you, you have engaged in Mormon <laughs> given who I am. Yes. but I didn't engage in any Mormon bashing at work. Right. What I did engage in was, hey, you know what I find interesting about that, mm. and literally just giving facts about Mormon history mm. or Mormon whatever. Never once saying it was wrong. Never once saying anything bad about it. Right. However, you do that, and that's. What's bashing. the what's the difference between that and bashing? It's it's what we were talking about last week. It's yeah. it's the whole if you say 
there is no God. Right. You're attacking religion. Yeah. It's an attack. Yeah. Attack. We should have bugles. Atheists should all have bugles. And before we say anything that affirms our belief. How about should... Vuvuzelas? <laughs> attack. <laughs> Vuvuzelas? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do that during our whole podcast. The entirety of our podcast is just going to have in the background. Yeah. It would make it a very popular podcast. For sure. <laughs> it would. Everybody likes that sound. <clears throat> I think I think across, across the board, that is considered one. It's, you can sue the baby with that sound. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What else you got? I have... Well... I'm going to do this one. Okay. Um, I, I thought this was interesting. Um, uh, in the Desert News, um, they have an article with the headline, uh, Salt Lake Most Popular Face... Face... God, I can't talk today. <laughs> uh, Salt Lake Most Popular Faith-Based Tourist Destination. What? Yeah. Our Fairburg? Our Fairburg um, is, has been... Uh, well, it tied with Israel. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, which is Wait, kind of, we're talking world faith-based destinations. World faith-based destinations. Now, what's important to remember here is that it's, that it's not actually looking at total numbers of visitors. Okay. Right. Because there's no way we could compete with like Rome. No. Right. No. Rome, obviously, the, just the, Vatican, <clears throat> the Vatican City has far more than Salt Lake. Even right. though Salt Lake has, I mean... We have a good number of visitors, but not... I mean, we're not talking about a thriving tourist industry the way... The way not like Rome. Is. Yeah, no, no. Gee whiz, no. Um, and so, gee whiz. <laughs> I, <know>. um, <laughs> I was going to let it slide. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so what it, how, they, how they came to this was they did a survey of 1,600 tour operators um, who run faith-based travel right. trips, whatever. And, uh, and they ranked Salt Lake as one of their favorites. Oh. And that's, that in and of itself is interesting, great, all mm. right. I mean, I can see people liking Salt Lake. It's clean. It's, it's yeah, it's the an hotels easy are gonna sell. Be, everybody's going to be polite. Nobody, and helpful nobody and has to worry about and, weird. I mean, Americans at least don't have to worry about like weird food or no, like, yeah. like anything like that. You exactly. know, you, you try and convince an American to go to the Taj Mahal and it's like, oh, well, they, but they've got, you know, I hear India's scary. I hear they have Indian food there. Oh, that yeah. gives me gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I think is actually interesting about this is down toward the bottom, it just kind of, you know how articles have like that throwaway right at the end. Right, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's just filler. They're like, oh, and uh, as a runner-up, there was. Well, in this case, it was Quebec. And the line says, uh, Quebec, known for its distinctive culture surrounding superstitions, finished behind <laughs> Salt Lake of Israel. Quebec so being, being a faith center? Right. Center because of its superstitions. Cent- but that's appropriate, right? A center of the superstitious faith. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but apparently, I mean, what, it's like a bunch of haunted houses? Yeah, and- they got a lot of ghosty type stuff, I think, there. And they got like... Catholicism? I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great superstition. <laughs> Honestly, well, although I'm, I would be surprised... I'm surprised New Orleans doesn't beat out Quebec. I know, right? You would think. I've been to Quebec City. I love but, Quebec City. But it's again, beautiful. what they're ran- ranking here isn't isn't the what's quality actually, right. of the of the of of what they're finding and what they're going to. They're just ranking whether the tour 
people like to go there. Right. And people would like to go to Quebec. Yeah. Oh, the, Quebec's the tour great. guides would want to go there. So what, what tour guide? Oh, you know why? Tour guide. I'll, I'll bet tour guides hate taking people to New Orleans. I bet it's awful. Because everybody gets drunk and then you mm-hmm. lose half your tour. Yeah. Yeah. I bet it's a mess. <laughs> so, I mean, as and we're not dissing on New Orleans here. New Orleans no, is New, awesome. It's so much fun, but that's the problem. Yeah. You can't keep a tour if, together if, if everybody's having act- an actual good time. Right. Exactly. If everyone so, can just meander off and right. find their own fun. Right. When, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. I, uh, I stumbled on a website a while back, but mm-hmm. I, I re-stumbled on it this week, and I just I have to make our listeners aware of it because it's so delightful. Oh, okay. What is it? It's called Fundies Say the Darndest Things. Oh. Or fstdt.com. Sure. Fundamentalists. And all they do, they, they go and they, uh, they sort of uh, fish through fundamentalist websites or like just they fish through all sorts of different types of websites and find like comments made right. by the nutty fringe. So the thing that we all might be tempted to do <laughs> because it's fun. Right. They just they do but it's also really annoying. And they compile they do it for us. Yeah, so oh, so they nice. distill it down to some of the the good stuff. Okay. So like oh, what let's do they see. Got? Um they've got one that says let's see. Where was the one that I was that I was looking at? Oh, that's a long one. Um <laughs> There's one I'm just going to throw this out there. It's not that funny, but it's like but this person says atheist colon do you not give birth after your own kind? And the response is long before Satan fed you of evolution, God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. I guess okay. my and, and so, then they they go on to explain right. dogs do not give birth to roaches, man do not give birth man do not give birth to monkeys. Shameless liars, we are not reproducing after our own kind. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but what I'd love is that they're claiming somehow that some atheist, there's no atheist on the planet that would ever say, do you not give birth after your own kind? This is in response, I think, to an evolution argument. Yeah, they're saying because they don't understand that evolution takes place over a very long period of time and it's slow mutate, like... Like yeah. there's mutation and change and right. adaptation and all that. And right. like, it takes a, it takes a while. It takes so thousands of years. You might have something that looks exactly like you, but that's subtly different. Right. Well, not exactly. If it's subtly different, it's not exactly like you, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's wow. That's amazing. Um, oh, oh wait, here's another good evolution argument. And this, you know, a lot of these stem from when, a fundamentalist tries to wedge science into their into mm. their religious belief. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to so work. So this person says, obvious, and honestly, I can't tell if they're being real or if this is a troll, an internet troll trying to like trick up, <laughs> trick people. Okay. But either way, it's funny. Obviously, Adam and Eve held the genetic information for the different variations that eventually resulted in offspring. Adam and Eve were probably Asian, as that is the medium between black and white. Gray mm. can give you both black and white, but you can't get black from just white. I'd like to order a medium human being. <laughs> Asians are gray. Gray. Medi- yeah. How does that feel, Asians? That's feel, gross. You feel gray? That's, that's horrendous. <laughs> I'm offended for Asians everywhere. I'm going to give one more, because I think it will transition nicely into... Our next thing? Our next topic oh, okay. of conversation. Cool. This what person is, is very adamant. This is 
This is a person named Elaine M. Jordan. I should be giving the names of these people that are leaving their comments. They're on. They've yeah. Why not? If they're throwing them out there, this yeah. is and this is apparently from a, a website called Tradition in Action. Hmm. <clears throat> Don't wear pants in the presence of the Pope. We what? defend. We defend that women should not wear pants. We sustain <laughs> that women. <laughs> Dressing as men is against natural law and Catholic morals. But if it were acceptable for women to commonly wear trousers, it would never be the case to do so in the presence of the Pope. <laughs> the, the impropriety increases when the lady is the Chancellor of Germany and is receiving the sovereign pontiff, oh, himself a German, no. on an official visit to the country. However, this is not what Chancellor Angela Merkel chose to do. An educated woman like Merkel should not be unaware that there is a rigorous protocol on how ladies should dress before the Pope. So wow. one, is, one is led to wonder whether she, she, who is Protestant and the daughter of a Lutheran pastor, chose this apparel on purpose to scorn the Catholic Church and the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. She's also a head of state. How does this woman who thinks that women should only wear <laughs> skirts and dresses feel about that? Right, exactly. Oh, my Why God. Why isn't she making her husband a sandwich but, instead of leading a country? Absolutely. I'd like to make this point. Uh-huh. Um, how dare you wear pants in the presence of the Pope? Not even the Pope. Where's pants in the presence of the Pope? <laughs> Hell, the cardinals don't wear. <laughs> the cardinals don't, cardinals wear. don't These guys are pants-hating motherfuckers. She needs, she needs to get on all the men. Yeah. Who are wearing pants in the presence of the Pope. <laughs> I just <laughs> like saying pants in the presence of the Pope. Yes, that is a little <laughs> a little fun thing. I love the phrase, we sustain that women dressing as men is against natural law and Catholic morals. Natural law? Women should not wear pants. Ladies, why are you wearing... Take off your pants. <laughs> and I mean that in the dirtiest possible way. <laughs> now... Right now, yeah, wherever uh, you are, if you are listening to my voice, it's better to be naked than to dress <laughs> like a man. I would rather you just do it without pants. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So anyway, Pope, any, any Pope? Yeah, we're, I'm, um, I'm, I'm well, throwing it to you on the Pope. I, I have to say, um, apparently, uh, Mexican Catholics are not overly enthused about an upcoming visit from the Pope. What? Yeah, this is also in the Desert News. They're all they're Catholics. They love their Pope. They well no, they they do love the Pope. Yes. But they don't love this Pope <laughs> in the way that they loved the last Pope. Yeah. Because let's no, face you're it, right. They wouldn't. Ratzinger is not cuddly. <laughs> He's not a cuddly pope. The Mexicans love their cuddly popes. You know, John Paul was <clears throat> he was he was a nice good. He was kind of over cuddly. He was overly cuddly and he always spoke Spanish. Oh, to right. the Mexicans. Well, I'm sure to anybody who spoke Spanish. I think Spanish, Ratzinger has tried to speak some Spanish, but I'm, I'm sure it sure sounds it come awful. out very good. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that guy speaks Spanish. Nobody well. named Ratzinger could ever <laughs> sound good to a to a Mexican ear. Well, yeah. Um and so, um, but they, what they're noticing is, um, that there are no, because obviously Ratzinger is Pope Benedict right. the 16th. Um, it says that there are no Benedict related items for sale, um, during this major pilgrimage that happens at the Guadalupe, Lady of the Guadalupe every mm. year that's happening right now. Mm -hmm. And so the Pope isn't ha coming until, um, uh, probably sometime before Easter next year mm. that he's going to hit Mexico. 
Okay. And uh, and yeah, they're they're so they're they're kind of reading the lay of the land, and while the people on 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 the ground are actually you know saying um, things like his visit shows that he loves Mexico in return, Mexico <laughs> will love him as much as it loved John Paul II, according to um, a twenty three year old uh, <laughs> Mexican believer. Um, but, according to a twenty three year old Vatican. Press re- representative. Well, no, this was a this is a Mexican. I know, I'm just kidding. Um, and uh, she says, but but we have to see him. We have to see his devotion to Mexico. Wow, Isn't that crazy. Pay us obeisance. Yeah, and apparently, um, yeah, that that's really interesting. But they knew um, John Paul's devotion, right? Um, and um, he was so loved. In fact, that the Vatican. Uh, has presented his relics, um, a vial of his blood, oh, wow. and a wax likeness <laughs> in over 100 locations in the country. There's 100 vials of his blood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the creepiest shit Isn't ever. Re- like, they drained him of his blood Ew. so they could send it around the world. I'll bet they have specific technologies that they have developed... Oh, For the yeah. preservation of blood. Yeah, legal only in the Vatican City. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. You creepy necromancing yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, they've got, like, these, yeah, really creepy nuns. Nuns are creepy anyways, <laughs> but they've got, like, this little cadre of creepy nuns oh, yeah. that are just, like, studying cadavers and mm. corpses. Oh, yeah, they've got a whole science team yeah. devoted to, like, how can we preserve this finger? Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, they because, love, I mean, they love bits and pieces. Of they people. do love bits and pieces. I saw some oh crazy bits and pieces in Italy. I saw <clears throat> I saw doubting Thomas's index finger. Right. Um, <laughs> it's like I doubt that, and yeah. I doubt that. Well, well no, pointing. he's he had to stick his finger in the resurrected Jesus's side. Oh, right. right. There's that story. So that finger is holy. That finger, because it touched the resurrected <laughs> Jesus, is he, in some church and penetrated Rome. Jesus. He, yeah. It was hard. <laughs> oh, my God. Doubting Thomas. Hi, Doubting Ooh. Thomas. Do you, hey, Thomas. Do you I hear wanna... you penetrated Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Jesus with his come hither eyes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and come hither. Oh, I just had a, I just flashed on something really bad. Like we're going down some weird roads and I was just like, suffer the children that they should come hither to me. And then it's like the, come Ew, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 there's, there's Damn, a problem. I, well, that joke. well, I caught oh. myself before I did it and then I just and explained what it. it was. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. So that's, I think it's just interesting that the, 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 the Pope doesn't necessarily generate, you know, so much love and devotion. Right. Right. Yeah. Hey, did we want to do a, a little interstitial thing today? Um, no, not today. Okay. Then I just wanted to bring up a thing. Um, this is just a quick thing. Um, that I, I, I just read an article that was a big oopsie for the U.S. government. <clears throat> they, okay. The Marines apparently sent out um, Christmas ornaments with purple hearts on them. To all mm. the Purple Heart recipients or something. Okay. Um, unfortunately, 1,100 or so of the recipients that they sent it out to had passed away. Mm. They hadn't actually checked to see if 
That's wow. That's kind of no. No, that is a bit of an embarrassment. That's a faux pas. It is. It is. But my problem with this story, and see, and this, I think they missed the. You know, they buried the lead on the story because it's not about. Oh, whoops, we sent it. It's about why the fuck are they sending out Christmas ornaments at all? Mm. What mm. business is it of our government to be celebrating ornaments. Yeah. a Christian religion? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to send out a thing, send out something decorative. That's nice. Sure. Something for the new year. But, I mean, we have fallen we, Jewish soldiers. We have, uh, you know, we have Purple Heart winners who are, who are winners. Do we? Congratulations, do we... you've won a Purple Heart. <laughs> oh, no, but we have, we, have, we have Purple Heart recipients of all backgrounds. Right. Why are we celebrating Christmas? Do we know that they don't do, I don't know, some Hanukkah thing they shouldn't do that either something for well but i mean it would be better yeah no this is just they just sent this out my it was a christmas gift that they sent out to all the purple heart guys right interesting man just so can't we hmm. can't we just acknowledge that this is a pluralistic society yeah i'm not even advocating like atheism here this is just Acknowledging pluralism and and embracing what America was supposed to be, which is pluralistic and non-denominational, right? And the, and the clear, clearly, this gesture is not those things, right? It's neither pluralistic nor non-denominational. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Um. Hmm. You want you you ready for for this one too? Yeah, you've you've been very coy. I've been teasing Frank. You've been. I I I, with, I, I seriously do not know what's coming down the line. Like all the others, we get we give each other a sneak peek of what's coming down yeah, the line. But just, this one, I have no clue. He will not tell me what this is. Cross on the moon. <laughs> Everyone, please please do yourself the favor of going to crossonthemoon.com. <laughs> I would what, almost what? I'm so I'm tempted to donate to them cuz you want to see a cross on the moon cuz I just like, wait wait what do they mean by how they, do want, they just want to deliver a, a cross on the moon or do they want like a big billboard in the sky <laughs> No they want to just put a cross on the moon just deliver one Yeah <laughs> Why <laughs> Well I'm glad you asked. They have. Is this for? Are you sure this is for? It's real? totally legit. It's to. It's they are. If it's not legit, they have made it up to look completely legit. I think it's got to be legit. Cross on them. Who cares? <laughs> well, okay. Their first in question in their FAQ is why is it important to place a cross on the moon? <laughs> yeah, good. Good question. The very act it says, of placing a cross on the moon will remind us of its impact on our lives. The way of the, the, way of the cross runs through our churches, our homes, Wait. and our neighborhoods, our, our schools, our, and playgrounds. They're our, talking about the impact of the cross. Yeah. Not the impact of the moon. <laughs> yeah. Which actually does have an impact on our lives. Our moon, uh, skip, skip, skip. Our moon has never, our moon has been revered by mankind throughout the ages. Placing the cross on the moon will be an accomplishment understood by generations. The glow of the moon in all its phases will add special comfort to Christians when the cross is there. 
Wow. <laughs> no, so legitimately, they are looking to. You know, there's a there's a like an X prize for for getting uh, a a commercial thing uh-huh. onto yeah. the moon. Okay, and they're looking to piggyback on just a yeah. Google X prize and just get it. If it's a little tiny thing, yeah. I mean, no, I think they want like like life size six foot person cross. Oh my god, on the moon. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No, it's not. But wouldn't it be great? Oh my god, they need. They what they need to do is they need to develop they need to enter that X prize. Yeah. They need to develop their own delivery <sighs> system. Because let's face it, next thing they're gonna need to send Christian missionaries somewhere at some point. So they need their own they need their own little space for oh my god. Uh, I you know, I do, I want them to do well. I desperately No, I don't desperately want them to I think it's offensive. Do- of course it's offensive, but it's so ridiculous that it's delightful. Who cares? <laughs> they do. Because all of a sudden the moon's light is going to shine differently because there's a cross on it? We'll just know. We will know in our hearts that there's a cross up there. You won't be able to see it through a telescope. We'll just... Oh, and they're, they're, they're going to do an HD broadcast of it. <laughs> of, of the cross going onto the moon. <laughs> of course they will. <laughs> Oh, and oh, get it on some. It's a very important project. Oh, who cares? <laughs> so there's going to be like a new space race, like first mosque on the moon. First. Yeah, they're going to put a minaret up right next to the cross that dwarfs it in size. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wouldn't that? Oh, that would make that would them be, so mad. That'd be so good. They okay. would be so angry. If there is a religious space race, then yes. <laughs> Yes, then I'm all for that. Then, then you're in support. I, I su- can support that. I can get behind that. <laughs> but I cannot get behind just a group of nitwitty Christians or who are just like, let's get a cross up on cross you know, you know on what, the moon. You know what's wrong with this world? Do you know what? Do you with know this galaxy? Do you know how we could really solve so many of our problems? We could just tell me, brother. Well, I think. That if we had a cross up on the moon, <laughs> then Jesus could go visit the moon. Maybe you know and what? Then... <laughs> That's it. Well, okay. So that brings up another point because my initial response to that is, why would Jesus go visit a place where the only thing that's there is his murder weapon? Mm-hmm. Which I've always thought it was weird about venerating a cross because yeah. you're basically yeah. you're basically like venerating. The way in which your guy was murdered. Well, except what you have to remember is that you grew up in a kind of Christianity that doesn't see the 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 the, the atonement, the esper- mm. the aspiration as having taken place on the cross. Right. Mormons don't believe that. Mormon Mormons believe that it happened prior right. to the cross. True. Whereas your mainline Christians believe that. Christ atoned for our sins. He took the weight of all the sins of the world right. onto him and whatnot. Although I think that actually is really Mormon terminology as well. I think they believe more that through his, that the, 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 the I don't even know. Well, well again, honest, I don't know what they believe, but the I know that the, says the way of the cross. It talks about the way of the cross. Yeah. It, his, <clears throat> his atonement happened on the cross for them. Yeah. And so, so for them, it, like that's a big, important symbol and okay if that's how your theology works and i can see you using that 
as the symbol, but still it, it can't have good memories for Jesus. No, <laughs> I'm sure he's blocked it. Yeah. He oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't like to talk it's about been it. Years of therapy. <laughs> Centuries. Centuries of therapy. Millennia. Yeah. Well, yeah, at this point, two of them. There are two. Yeah. Um, just so much therapy. The poor guy. Oh my God. God, it was just, it was horrible. He, yeah. I just, can, I'm going to do it again. Cross on the moon. <laughs> I just like saying it. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, that's awesome. People, why can't we put a cross on the moon? Can we just put it? Well, actually, let's, actually, let's, let's, uh, let's, 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 let's go with our, our atheist brethren and try and get a get an atheist theme on the atheist moon. message on the moon. We need yes, that's what we need to do. If there's a sign that we're gonna put up somewhere, Dan, we need to we need to do the same effort oh that they're doing to get God. across on the moon. If they if they are able to figure this out at the exact same time that that's being delivered, we need to make sure that there's that there's an atheist a- message. We need on equal the moon. time. We yeah. <laughs> a quote from Thomas Jefferson on the moon. We don't all we don't all like this thing, this cross. <laughs> People of the universe, don't judge us by this stupid gesture. <laughs> judge us by this stupid gesture. <laughs> oh my god. I'm oh, serious though. I I do think we should have we should craft a message. Mm. Our message, the Frank and Dan Thank God I'm Atheist podcast mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. And we should try to get it somewhere. A billboard, perhaps? Salt Lake City? Fortune cookies. <laughs> I, I, Just crack it open. It's like there is no God. There is no God. <laughs> oh. Um, I, something in Salt Lake. I mean, there's already the one on 2100 South Freeway. Yeah, I just, so. but it's not our thing. I just want our, I, 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 I because I don't like all of the, me- there's messages. so many messages, their yeah. messages don't, I don't feel like they, they hit the mark. I want, <clears throat> what I want you to do, Dan, is I want you to come up with, um, well, we can do it together. I don't care, but, um, <laughs> let, let's come up with the actual message. Yeah. Because it's one thing to say, oh, we don't like those, but I think it's, it's better if we can say. Well, this is what we should replace it with. Right. That's the whole thing of like, I don't want to go dinner there. Right. Right. But you, Not don't, you don't know anywhere that you want to Not go. Not helpful. Right. No, this is what I'm saying. We should craft this message. Right. Um, we will take your input, our dear listeners. Yeah, please let us know. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to email us or, or call the number, we'll, we'll have it again at the end of the broadcast. Probably. Sure. If we remember to do that. But, but, yeah, give us your input as to what our message should be. Yeah. Okay. And we'll work on that. I'm all for that. We'll work on that. Um, okay. You've got one more. Well, actually, that's all of the news, right? Yeah. I think, I, think, I think we've exhausted okay. the news. Um, then it's – we have a review. Right. But you know, you know what? Here's really a, okay. So here's the thing. We don't have a church review this week. That's not going to mm. be a weekly thing. Right. Um, but in, in podcasts past, mm-hmm. a good three out of – Five of our podcasts so far have had movie reviews. Yeah. And none of them have been related to our our topic at large, really. Yeah, that's – and I, I think that – yeah. So what we've decided to do is start to try and angle our reviews. We're, I mean, we're, we're pop culture, filmy type people. Mm-hmm. So we might as well just uh, stick with it. But we're, but we're going to maybe try and get an angle on it. And here's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. 
my wife and I have been watching uh, the the Breaking Bads. Oh, we've been we've been catching up that on that show. It's a I'm great show. It. It's actually a really fun show so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. Um, and it continues to be good. Oh, good. Yeah, good. We're we're about uh, a season and a half in. We're about halfway through season two. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what I what I thought was interesting about it, and what I what I like about it is that it brings up moral questions. Because I mean, the big thing with with everybody distrusting atheists mm-hmm. is where does our morality come from? Right. You know, wait, how can you trust them? They don't have, you know, a, a set a moral compass, a set ethos. Right. So okay, Which I like compasses as like <laughs> this idea, a moral compass. Yeah, those things spin around, folks. <laughs> they just point wherever your your belief is going to take you. Unless you know, you non Mormons out there, Google Leahona mm. and learn about. The real compass. The, the, your moral Leahona. Jesus' compass. It'll help yeah. you in the wilderness. It's all bullshit. Well, duh. But uh, <clears throat> the question, the breaking, so Breaking Bad, for those of you who haven't watched any of it, mm-hmm. uh, revolves around a nice family man who, uh, who f- finds out he, he has cancer mm-hmm. and, and in order to pay for his treatment and to provide for his family, he can't. He can't do it on just his uh, just his high school teacher salary. Right. So he, but he's a chemistry teacher, mm-hmm. and he knows chemistry. And guess what you can make with chemistry? Mm. Methamphetamine. That's true. Yeah. You so, can. Yeah. Yeah. That's just chemistry, people. I'm. Yeah. Science. Sadly, I don't know chemistry. <laughs> you know, covalent bonds and whatnot. Mm, look at you. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I think I even remember what that means. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so he's using uh he's, so he's he's he, he starts cooking the meth. Hmm. And and uh it's a, it's just about his sort of uh his descent into uh into immorality. Um well, but it's not about it's what's interesting to me and what I, the reason that I wanted to bring it up that I think it's pertinent to our discussion. Right. <clears throat> Is that an atheist's view on morality has to be, sort of by necessity, more complex mm. than a believer's view. Yeah, that's, a believer's yeah. view is that morality is handed down from a magic daddy in the sky, mm-hmm. and it's irrevocably, unchangeably set. Right. We we we're not there. That's not where. And mm-hmm. so and so you know to some extent I can see why the fear comes up when someone's saying, well, where does an atheist's morality come from? As right. it turns out. Mm. The data show that that atheists are more moral, right. or at very least, let's not use morality is a very loaded term, right? But more pro-social, pro-social behavior tends to run stronger in among the atheist community than it right. does among the believer community, right? In part, I think because atheists have to confront their own sense of morality mm-hmm. and really define it. Right. Whereas if you're a believer, you don't have to define your own sense of morality. You just have to borrow someone else's. So it's not as real to you. Right. This is a a struggle. This is trying your whole life to fit you, you fit your square peg into that round hole. Right. Yeah. 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 And if there's something that doesn't quite jive with you, you Mm -hmm. still accept it and you just move on. Right. And so you don't own it. It's not, you don't have the ownership if you're a believer. Right. I, I think that, I think that morality is a tricky thing, but what we see in Breaking Bad, and I think that this is this is an interesting thing, is that when you start down an antisocial pathway, which obviously cooking meth- methamphetamine it's is little, not pro-social, yeah, 
it i mean the you know even if you're not killing people and even if you're not you know being right. even if you're being nice in every other way people don't do well on methamphetamine no it doesn't have no positive effects on society right and and, and there's no way to get around that fact exactly so once you start down that road even though in the first few seasons they're trying you know Walt our our head character and mm-hmm. and Jesse his little his little pet Troublemaking pet. His little, his little sidekick. Yeah. They try to be moral. Like, they try to, to engage in pro-social behavior at the beginning. Even Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, there's a, there's a core there mm. that, I mean, he doesn't want to hurt anybody. There's the one, right. there's the one episode where he's sent out to, to hurt somebody, and he, and he doesn't, he definitely doesn't want to do it. Right. <clears throat> in part because he's a pussy, but also because there, there's a clear more, they've written in a clear moral center or at least a, not a clear one, but some moral moral grounding in both of these guys. Sure. But it's, it, I mean, I think it's interesting in terms of pro versus versus antisocial behavior. And once you start down a path, can you hold on to X amount mm-hmm. of pro social uh, belief and behavior, and still do anti? And, and and I think that that's the key. I think well, how, how do you integrity think, is the key. I mean, you you said you're about an uh, an what a, se- a season and a half yeah i'm on, i'm halfway through season 2 i think well how do you think i mean just out of curiosity how do you think walt's doing like how do you think like, so far I, I, think think that, what, I think what you're saying here like i i wouldn't want somebody to like fully misconstrue mm-hmm. right what you're saying so like i mean dude is doing bad shit yeah um he's he is like you said engaging in antisocial behavior right by cooking the meth um, but for what he deems to be justifiable reasons, right? But if if everybody was able to make such a justification on that level, right, we'd be in more of a heap of a hurt than we are. And I think, but I think socially, we, I think we as humans inherently know that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, it's interesting. New geneticists, new new evolutionary biologists are seeing that pro-social behavior is how our species has survived for all these years Mm, right and it's literally genetically ingrained in us Mm -hmm. to be pro-social toward other human beings right it's just how we're designed it's how we're programmed so as a matter of fact if there has been a less social version of human uh, of of our species they have died off because Mm. because they are genetically disadvantaged Right. In in because we are pretty weak critters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of true. us one of us does not do well. No. On a bunch own. of us does very, very well. Right. Two or three of us sucks as right. a species. Right. So there is a genetic mandate for us to look out for each other and to behave in a way that benefits the society and doesn't doesn't overly favor the individual. Right. But Walt is is behaving in a way that does not benefit society. Right. And I'm I'm guessing it it's starting to look in this series like the direction that that's going is going to lead him down a path of self-destruction. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think that and I think that that's right. I think that I mean I don't think that every person who does antisocial things mm-hmm self-destructs but i think most of them do i think we see that as a pattern in reality so what you're saying is walt cannot be an anti-hero who gets away with this Mm -mm. Mm -mm. only for so long right and then things start i mean he's already been involved in some nasty stuff he hasn't 
directly done anything nasty yet. Right. But he's already been involved in some very nasty stuff. Well, as somebody who is uh, caught up on the Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, oh, you're you're up to date. I'm up to date. I finished whatever the the last season that is on iTunes. Mm. Uh, no, I'm sorry, on Netflix. And um, the the season that was already out wasn't already wasn't available on Netflix, but it was available on iTunes. I mm. went and I purchased the season because mm. I was just I I needed to get I needed to know where the story was going right um because it is definitely one of those shows um <laughs> and uh yeah walt walt takes he takes an interesting dive mm. um and so i don't know like they've they've the one thing that i have to say is i i sense because it is uh in particular american television um that he's he's probably gonna live through it all mm. at the end of whenever the series ends. I don't think he's like, well, I think it'd be hard to get the audience to really accept Walt's death at the end. Although yeah. they might, they might go there and they I, might, they might go but there. But the thing is, uh, but he can't end up a kingpin. He can't end up on top. He's like, he's got no. to, he can either get himself out after a, a, enough suffering right. to justify it to the audience right. that he's paid his dues. A redemption. Or his, 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 yeah, not his dues, but his, he's paid the price for his, his right. sins. Right. Right. And, uh, oh, you know what that means? Hmm. Immediate, somebody in the immediate family is going to die. Um, sure. They could kill off Walt Jr. Oh, that would be a, wouldn't that be devastating? That would be horrifying. I think they, they, boy, that would have to be handled in. Anyway. I think the audience would hate but Walt the, at that point. But they've got to kill somebody. No, I know. But the, I think the audience would hate Walt. You think? Yeah. I think you'd be. I think it'd be easier to kill his wife, Skyler. Yeah, yeah. I think she might be dead. Um, I I don't see it being. Well, you, you yeah, can't, you can't kill. Can't it. kill the kid. The and, and, you can't and kill especially the especially the since he's kid. yeah he's handicapped. He's he's physically disabled. He's crippled out. Well, yeah, but it's, it's not like we're say, tremendously it? politically correct I here said, anyway. I said, I said retarded earlier. People Ooh, don't like ew. it when you say that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, th- I think just killing that kid in particular because he's so, so sweet and he's... I mean, they'd have to, like, do something to the character first. Right. You know, they'd have to, like, have him Or maybe they don't kill him, but they, but they could really, whatever. really hurt him. Yeah, they could do that. Anyway, the, what we're saying is that the, this, kind of, this kind of line mm-hmm. requires intense pain for Walt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in order to earn a redemption. Right. Any kind of redemption. Even right. a small redemption. Wow, it's very Christian. <laughs> it's, very, it's it's very Christian dynamic you set up. Well, you've set up well I mean, I I think that we can very clearly state that going back long before Christianity, mm-hmm. the uh, these are the kind. This is the prototype of of stories that we as humans respond to. Mm-hmm. Well, there has to be a price to pay. You right. commit a crime, whether or not you get caught for that crime. If in a story, we need to see you suffer for that crime. Yeah. You know, we have to. Yeah. Or, I mean, or it could just be one of those totally antisocial stories. Glorification of the... Right, where they get away with it. But that's, I mean, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean... But those are the horror films, right? Those are the the stories where it's like, oh, no, the worst story ever. Like Saw, the guy, the bad guy got away. No. Or Ocean's Eleven. Oh, where we, but they don't but hurt anybody. And they, and they, ha- they have like this, they have, and what's interesting about that film is that they 
set up a very, um, a, 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 like they set up a, a very strong sort of ethical. Oh these, these yeah. Are, these are the these are the, the thieves with a heart of gold. Right. right? Yeah. 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 The, these guys they have they do have a moral compass. They do have rules. They right. have people they won't hit. And they, they always g- hit a bad guy <laughs> right. who's worse than them. Yeah. They. Um, you know, they, yeah. They, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, and nobody gets actually hurt. Right. A rich bad guy loses a bunch of money. Right. 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 Yeah. And that's. Even though <laughs> these, let's face it, Ocean and all his friends, mm-mm. they're not good people. No, 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 yeah. no. You shouldn't. Oh, like, but they are. In the just show. because it's Brad Pitt, and just <laughs> because it's who's Danny Ocean, um, George Clooney. George Clooney. How did I blank on George Clooney's name? It's such a charmer. Oh, These I guys know. are such charmers. Oh, I know. Oh, and it's just filled with so many charmers. Oh yeah, it's just they're it's, all it's, fun. They just charm that money right out of the bank, yeah. right out of the vault. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. I mean, uh, but but I think yeah, the whole yeah. Anyhow. Well, is that? I think we. I think we've done it. I think we've done this episode. We've gotten through it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, have a good one. Bye. To stay in touch with us, follow us on Twitter at TGI Atheist. Email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-TGIA. That's 424-666-8442. We'd love to hear from you. 